Alrighty. What's up, Scott? Uh, not too much. Just getting new, getting used to a new environment, and it is righteous and great. How about yourself, my friend? Um, staying used to my usual environment, but uh, trying to make use of it more. Um, I got back into using some of my music software. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I made a couple songs over the, like, not the weekend, but uh, over the last week with a friend that visited from Maryland. Mm. So that was nice. Um, I was actually thinking about passing that on to you and see if you wanted to do some art or, like, I don't know, story-driven panels, because I remember you'd want to do something to music, but I don't know if that would Ooh, fully... Yes. Uh, yeah, basically, I have one song that I think you will really like, um, just in general, based on the vibe of it, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to do a whole thing to this, but figured since you were talking about it at some point, you can oh, check that out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, making use of my music stuff, getting back into that, and using that more as my morning thing, because I like making music in the morning. I realize that, and I think I'm going to try to make a routine in which I make music and then jump into my art. And mm, hopefully gotcha. that routine works for me. That sounds like a really nice flow. Yeah. I think it would work out, and then by the end of that, maybe my energy will be low, and then I'm thinking about doing, like, exercise at the end of that process. Mm. Oh, hold on just a sec, sorry. No problem. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about this week? Or are you still holding on a sec? Sorry. Scott has stepped out. I want to keep this feed alive. Wait for him to get back. Unless he's back already. I can't tell. No, not. Silence is a weird thing about like Discord. Oh, so we use Discord to record this. Uh, but silence is a weird thing about Discord because you don't really know if you're connected. You know, like you don't know if your internet just cut out. But I think I'm still alive here. Let's see what's up when he gets back. Just to hold myself accountable, I'm going to be talking to Scott about, like, the use of duo worlds or, like, two different world realms. Like, you know how... Uh, Hmm, that's a good example. One Piece has the red line, the regular area, and then it has like east blue, south blue, all that. And then it has the grand line, which is that place that's like the other world, I guess. It's kind of like that. Or like, I don't know, planet, planet Namek as opposed to 
Earth in Dragon Ball Z. Like, it was a big step in a different direction of where the conflict took place. So it was, like, a whole different world aspect to it. Or, like, I don't know, like, the idea of leveling up and having to go into a different world that has a uh, aspect of higher danger or risk. Kind of like Monster Hunter, I guess. I just like things that are, like... This place is for the normies, and this place is for the, the professionals, you know? <laughs> Sorry if you can hear the sirens in the background. Yeah. Pulling up my canvas here. On the leaf. Can't do that. Dang. Hello, I apologize. You're fine. One second. Uh, I gotta take out a sound bite at six minutes. Remember to do that. Six minutes. Because <laughs> I was gonna put music on, but I forgot that my um, OBS records the background. I'm recording uh... desktop basically, and then like I opened up YouTube, and then it played the fucking. Taco Bell bell. And I was like, I can't have that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take the bell out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, maybe I'll just cut the silence anyway, and then I'll just take it out that way. Oh, yeah. I talked a little bit to the listeners about what I wanted to talk to you about, so I didn't forget about it. Ah, uh, nice, nice. So there's that. But, um, uh, what were we talking about before you dipped? I forgot what happened. I think oh dang what, what are we talking about mm -hmm. oh, God. uh oh yes i think we were just talking about uh the or it probably branched off of the uh music inspiration to visual yes, uh, yes output kind of thing yeah it was branched from that idea or i think we were talking about that i was talking about handing that project over to you because um mm. i made some music like I said, but it's only like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three songs, but I think it's enough to kind of like get your ideas going. I don't think you should jump into a huge project because, you know, it's kind of hard to tackle that big of a project, but you can do that on a okay. three song if you want to. Um, mm. And I think I was asking what you wanted to talk about this week because I didn't understand oh. the severity of the BRB situation. 
I was just oh. like, oh, one sec. I thought you like dropped your phone or something, and then I was like, I was. Oh. Gonna... <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and it was just a short call from my sister Lori, gotcha. um, who has moved into her new townhouse. Oh, nice. So, nice. yeah, uh, we're here. We are. So she was just checking in with updates about the house. I was like, oh, good. That looks very nice. Thank you. Um. Okay. How about? Hmm. I don't know. Oh no, we already talked about long term or high fidelity projects. Or no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Okay, it's not crossed out. Okay, so I guess speaking about uh what you were saying, the size of a project, you don't have to jump in. Uh, how do you feel about talking about long term, long term or high fidelity projects? High fidelity projects, long term. Okay, that's a good topic. Um. So I think long-term projects can grow you and stretch your abilities because mm -hmm. it brings up a lot of opportunities for a lot of different scenarios that you wouldn't really see yourself drawing normally. Because, like, um, for example, my comic, I'm going to call it a comic because mm. it's going to be manga-inspired, but I don't think I'm going to... Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's... A project in which you have to let characters grow and shoot angles as if they were kind of like a movie, but like in different frames, if that makes sense. And that requires a whole bunch of different understandings of perspective and uh, anatomy and understanding of just backgrounds and how everything interacts with each other. And that's mm. a big 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 stretching ground for artists i think so i see that as a very like uh that goal will just get me closer to where i want to be as an artist as far as being mm. able to manipulate the space in a 2d with a 2d canvas so mm. that's what i think about high fidelity projects and long-term ones i think they just give you a lot of opportunities to sharpen up your fundamentals and really see where you suck literally and get better <laughs> over the long term and it also helps you with discipline because it's like something you stick to as a like a, a dedication for example yeah yeah that's how i feel about those things uh low fidelity and ones i think are just like quick practices that can help you like tackle something and get a uh a little bit more of fast gratification out of what you're doing oh true yeah, yeah. so i'd say that would be the difference between those two um for me as an artist that is that is for like everything even just music because uh, mm. like i could make a full album but it would take longer and a lot more brain power and a lot more confidence because like everything you make then you have to make another thing on top of it and that requires a <sighs> lot of emotional attachment depending on what the execution is and like, yeah that's true it's kind of like uh, you have one, say you have one song that you absolutely love, and then all the other songs are like okay to you, but they, you don't know how to make them better, if that makes mm. sense. And uh, that worries you and weighs on you, and then it weighs on the the release date, and then ultimately the continuation of this, you know, mediums or like creative creative process. Because like yeah. ultimately you want something out of it, but depending on what you get out of it is, you know, what keeps you in it in the long run like yeah. whether that is like an emotional sick like an emotional achievement 
a milestone achievement, a dedication achievement, or you know, financial achievement. It just depends on what goal you're trying to achieve and what yeah. it means to you. Yeah. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, for I agree with you for kind of stepping up your level of thinking with a high fidelity project. Um, or I guess, yeah, high fidelity or long term. Um, because uh, what was it? I think it was, um, I felt it most when I was doing the commissions for uh, Message Magazine. I've only been commissioned three times and they were like, um, um, kind of like amateurish, but you could tell that I was learning each time. And so it's, um, if you see the works that I have, uh, versus, or, in comparison to like where I first started, where it was very, <laughs> it was kind of on the outskirts of my uh, Tumblr style kind of mm. focus, uh, and they were very general looking, um, or cartoonish but soft, uh, pleasing to the eye and mm. everything. I guess you could say uh, it wasn't like too jagged or anything. And so I think for the next thing, um, I started focusing on, um. I know. Yeah, I started focusing more on um, figure drawing and like anatomical with um, a way to kind of sum up a story from the Bible or a character from the Bible, uh, all in to like <laughs> kind of like a cover page for <laughs> comics. It was oh, wow. I thought it was gonna be, <laughs> uh, but they were supposed to be for like a calendar kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and some details were left out that could have made it a lot easier. And so that was actually my first taste of being in a professional creative environment um though it was only one-to-one -one, it wasn't with like a team of at least three or so to bounce ideas around but and then for my late i think it's my latest one uh that i did within two years ago it was for a i think a survive a trauma survival story hmm. uh, or traumatic um survival story um that featured her first uh, feelings after the incident and then growing along through the midpoint and then at this point um she's in a much better place and so i had to draw like three distinct emotions um emoted on the face and so i used uh kind of like just busts and at that time it was um a little after i had stopped my um internship at uh, art with the heart they did a lot of mosaics so i was like oh, i want to do a mosaic and i got more in tune like texture you can and you can see the progression from there so and you can tell from just how much of an experience those projects were that it's like yeah i definitely learned a lot from those experiences mm -hmm. um they're a really great and often forgot about kind of way to approach just producing art because some you may see um some digital artists they might produce like a zine or a uh anthropology or no no or is it um you know, I, I forget. you know what the word anthropology means um i forget if that's the right word anthology i think anthology is well i don't know because anthropology, I don't know why yeah, you would name it I that, but it, I guess... Yeah, it's not anthropology. Because anthropology is like the study of humans. Yeah, I was thinking, it's like, wait, no, that's not right. Um, But 
yeah, different names, and it's like, yes, this is a specific project, but it still houses, like, a lot of different smaller projects. And so that transition with these um, high fidelity than, than, like, the smaller and, like, short-term projects is that, yes, short-term projects, and sorry that I'm ranting on for so long. Shut up, um, Okay. So even though there's sh uh, shorter this guy's projects. fucking talking, and you're interrupting him. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, yeah, antho yeah, I think it's an anthology. So, say that you're just making a bunch of, like, different pieces. Say for me, whenever I get into, like, a groove of using a specific style, like, maybe in this case, uh, it's chibis a lot lately in the same style, I could just wrap that up into, like, a set. And then it's like, hey, this is a project that I did. And then sometimes you can actually kind of step up your game in that way with kind of going the extra mile and um, what is, uh, curating your... It's basically a portfolio, and it's presented in a really artistic way, even that way, like a zine. Um, the presentation of the zine is very important for all of the other pictures of related content, and sometimes they might have, like, outline content. I don't know. Um, specific example, but... Yeah... I think sometimes a lot of people who especially make art for social media, um, they may forget that, yeah, you can also do longer term projects, um, maybe on the side if you're able to accommodate for that, because creating takes a lot of time. Well, honestly, at the same time for me, I feel like if you're going to build your Instagram presence and say you're not getting that following, working mm -hmm. on a long term project might sharpen your skills up to a point where you can get that following once you're completed with it because that mm. means you've gained another skill in your arsenal and you've gained a lot more understanding for what you're doing and you can be like this is why i'm mad like this is why because like i guarantee you if you draw every day uh, trying to get a comic done or a project done even if it's like a uh, a collaborative project like when we did our we did a some a little short project called uh, afro doesn't want to go to work and it turned out to be a passion project that didn't really have any passion to it in my end of it at least so i decided to scrap it and work on other things but uh there was a lot of things that we had to tackle there that i wasn't exactly expecting and i mean it didn't take longer per se because i had the idea and i had the backgrounds kind of set up to a way we can kind of make it and i think I, we had a decent workflow we just didn't have the right project in my opinion and, yeah, and um, we were able to accomplish things, but we had to use our brains. <laughs> so, like that was the, the like the big thing from that. And I learned a lot about like perspective and um, just line work. And I think that was really a good way for me to uh, develop my form and anatomy. Like that was really a big pull away for me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Got you. Um, yeah. Oops, sorry, I'm just... There we go. Yeah. Honestly, I very much agree, because getting into the nitty-gritty... It was really fun getting into all the different layers that we made together in, um... In the setup that we had, that we passed uh, back and forth. Yeah, that was a fun yeah. project for me, too. Yeah, it's just like getting lost in discovering and then you see exactly what works and what doesn't and what you maybe don't need to hold on to anymore. 
because I know for a fact that I switch through how I set up skeletons like all the time. And I don't know if that's the same for you. Do you also like just not have like a regular skeletal kind of rough that you make? So that's actually one of the things that I want to talk about today. Oh, yeah? I do not have a solid uh, skeletal structure for like characters or setting up anything. No, I do not. Mm. Okay. Um, for a lot of my work, it's always been uh, from life. Like a lot of my work has been from life and reference. Like uh, I've definitely talked to you th about this before. Uh, yeah. Like I'll, like for the Afro project, I took a lot of references of myself and then set up the set up the skeleton based on just my position, so I can get the perspective correct. Because for a comic, you have to be correct, and uh, I didn't see that as cheating. I saw that as a I'm going to set the shot up correctly and then draw the features on top of it. So yeah. it like um, so like. No matter how bad, quote unquote, the features look, the perspective's good and people can understand what's happening here. And that's very important. And that's what yeah. I was trying to set up for that. And that was my way of executing the workflow. And that skeleton wasn't something that I was planning to make. It was just something based on my own skeleton, technically. And mm. um, now I'm really diving into my fundamental of construction. I think I was I texted you something about that. Like all, oh, yeah. literally all I'm doing now is laying down symmetrical as far as form, uh, skele like skeletal or like, as you could call anatomical, anatomical uh, mm -hmm. figures. I'm doing basically figure drawing, but as a base for characters and I'm trying to do it and develop a specific shape for like my main character Silas now. Like I mm -hmm. literally just had the epiphany talking to my fiance on the couch being like uh i need to be able to construct stuff and do this and then she was like i want to draw someone so something tell me what to draw and i was like silas and then she was like i don't remember what he looks like and i was like wait Oof. i don't have any shapes for him technically because like i just have his hair and like his face oh. like his hair and face are the signature things that i have for him but i don't have his shapes in his body so i was <laughs> just like hmm wait a minute so there we go so that just like clicked in my head and I was like, I need to design the shapes because I've been doing all the construction work on the side and just like writing my story in my head. Now I finally started writing down stuff a lot oh, more because nice. like I was like, OK, I'm going to have two boxes, one that's just like all the spontaneous ideas that I have that I want to remember. And then the other box is the plot. So I just follow the storyline there. So it's easier for me to just be like oh, I want this to happen down the road, but then I can just be like, okay, that's fine, but I'm going to put it in this box and we'll hash it out later. Like, mm. instead of just being like, I want to focus on this idea now instead of, like, the big picture, because I need to focus on the big picture of everything. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how I got there, but from construction is what I want to do. Mm. Okay. And developing the shapes, yeah. So uh, what you were saying, uh, consistent construction, yes. Yeah, uh... It's very interesting because I think now I my most uh, okay the part of the body that I like to draw the most um, or parts are usually like the rib cage slash oblique or or including actually oblique sections of the chest and then also the curves of the forearms and then like calves and legs and everything I like like the um, like long curves mm. but then even for because you know how um 
uh, hips can be like exaggerated sometimes, or sometimes they can be like really uh, straight. But at the same time, there are like also curves in the hips. But that's where I struggle a lot to maybe for, say, for some, um, I guess, my other uh, deviant or other account, uh, Raspberry Rumps, that draws like more kind of like voluptuous. I guess I haven't updated in a while, but like what a freak. <laughs> I get you. I get you though. Yeah, that, I'm trying to but do yeah. uh, something like that too, because like it's uh everything is about four men. Continue. Yeah, yeah, and it was very difficult to kind of think of just a an iconic, maybe even like hip shape. I know for um, I guess the Persona character or just ma mascot character. I guess you could say, Razzie, um, based on a raspberry, um. I wanted to give her, like, not so much, I wouldn't say a pear shape, but she had, like, wider hips. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, I wanted that to also kind of be the case with um, the name, I don't know about the, the name Tangi anymore, but the Tangerine Girl that I made. And so I wanted her to have kind of the same shape. Uh-huh. Um, but also busty at the same time. But then it kind of like they both kind of evened out. Granted, she's at a, her whole body's at a three fourths angle, so you wouldn't be able to see like all, um, I guess the silhouette that I'm trying to make. But it just didn't have like any kind of like memorable kind of draw to the eye or like just shape, you know, like what you're saying. So yeah. Yeah, sometimes I just, like, don't exaggerate enough. And then it's like, oh, I could have done that more. Um, so kind of, like, I guess maybe understanding it in the same process, but, like, the opposite direction of what you're, of where you're trying to go. Do you think? Uh, I think. Sorry. Okay, so do you mean, like, um... <sighs> So you want to establish this exact shape for these characters, right? And, um, sorry, I'm trying to gra see if I fully grasp this because I was also drawing. Sorry. But, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do st distinct shapes so I can recognize my character and then just draw him at all angles. Yeah. That's specifically what I'm doing. And you're trying to do, are you trying to just express a dynamic in your art on, yeah. on a piece-to-piece -piece, like basis kind of thing yeah yeah dynamic yeah. i guess you could say uh dynamic um framing i guess you could say oh so okay composition like composition of the shape itself in the illustration y yeah the shape of the uh yeah the character in mind you could just say character i guess we could say okay yeah okay i mean yeah, that makes sense for what you're trying to accomplish. Mm. I, I think. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, learning to um, go maybe bolder on the exaggeration more. Oh, 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 uh, okay. And so then I, I don't feel like I, um, I guess, didn't go far enough. And then it looks kind of like um, a subtle attempt instead of like, no, this is meant to be done. I think kind of actually, I actually have things. In, I I have something to say about this, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, so why don't you 
do what I'm doing in the sense of establishing what that shape is and then keep it consistent as far as where it goes. And then once you know that shape, you can exaggerate it to that form that you were trying to get. Kind of like, for instance, like, hmm. You know that one picture of like the clocks melting? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like he knew what a clock was, how it was shaped, and then he understood what melting was, and then he applied the clock to the melting. So, like, it wouldn't make sense otherwise, I guess. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of like being like, you know the form, and then something happens to it. Like, uh, oh, okay. I was watching. So Continue. Oh, yeah. So, basically, it's just uh, warping the clock into an unimaginable shape. Yeah, it's kind of like being, okay. it's kind of like being like, oh, I've now made this volus- voluptuous in this context. Oh. I've oh, made this okay. voluptuous shape, right? And now I can uh... throw that little, like, mesh lasso and then distort it in a way that looks more, like, you know, dynamically lewd, if that makes sense. <laughs> Got like, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you truly want to understand the form before you can manipulate it. I think uh, if you yeah, if you want yeah. to um, if you want to get into that specifically, I think you should look up a lot of like gooey shapes and like slimes in video games. I think you would like that. Oh yeah, to I your, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Where was it? It was in my uh, small um, memo book that I took with me for a sketchbook. Um, I actually drew a slime. It's like I wanted to take uh, a different approach than, say, like um, slimes from Zelda or, say, Dragon Quest, but kind of like more like slimy plus viscous. And so it was a play on maybe like the Dragon Quest where they have like a big, weird, dopey, smiley face on them. <laughs> but but there's uh, it can close its actual bigger eyes. And it's kind of like acting like an anglerfish. And it's like, whoa, geez, that's like a two-tier kind of slime right there. Interesting. Yeah, I have to show I have to send that to you. I really love making this design. Definitely. Like that's what I want to get into with art too, but I really want to understand shit now too. Cause like I've been really <sighs> I've still realized that even though I've been taking more of the um uh I guess the logical path with art, I still haven't really tied down the focus of where like, um, I've been good at practicing and I've been yeah. good at doing things, but I haven't practiced in the right direction. <laughs> it's like oh, wow. that kind of thing. Like I've been trying to figure out exactly where I need to practice. And like, I think that is the construction things and understanding them. Cause like, if that's what we want to do, if we want to be dynamic, we have to understand the undynamic and mm. then apply the dynamicism and like, mm. that's why I'm trying to do these breakdowns and like all these construction pieces so i can i'm really what i'm doing right now is just focusing on shape and that's it i'm not even applying features anymore like i'm just looking at shit so i can get a solid foundation for the features Mm. and then i'm going to go back into features and all that stuff yeah yeah i feel like right now the way that you're wanting to work more on um getting you were saying features and definition well, features and definite. Okay, so I'm not worried about um, color anymore. I'm worried about. Ah. I'm worried about features and definition, but mostly I'm worried about getting the form symmetrical, quote unquote, oh. in, in perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that's what I wanted to do. And then apply that dynamicism. Yeah, you're working. I guess we're both working on how to render 
um, objects in a more believable manner. Because yeah. I also feel that sometimes my uh, say say that I'm doing like a pop style kind of where there's no like no rendering of shadow or light usually, and it's just flat. It feels sometimes that it's like just like a weird organic looking shape that doesn't it's like in an uncanny valley kind of thing where I'm like trying to make it look believable, but then at the same time, no. And it's just this very, yeah, like you're saying, like uh, inherent understanding of what this object looks like and how it forms in the real world. That's like, yeah, wait, I know exactly, say, I'm trying to point my finger at the camera and not make it look um, more awkward where it just looks like a flat picture, but then uh, it's just the understanding of, like, say, the finger in comparison to the hand, it's like, it should, uh, the draw distance should be different for all of those. Yeah. And so it looks accurate and very believable, but it takes that sense, um, say there's no shadow or light mm. being on it, just the shape of it it's like i want to have that kind of understanding yeah i want there to be no color and you can just look at it and be like okay i got it cool yes like yes. i really want that detail and like i want to be able to draw those uh those hatch lines and the direction mm. lines and the folds and like uh where the skin like you know the body squishes when you like mm. lean i want to be able to see those squishes in like the line like, I really yeah. want that kind of like, yeah, I love that stuff. I'm trying to really get into just detailing the structure and the form of things without having to be like, okay, I'm going to fix this later with color. Like, I don't, I don't want to be <laughs> like that anymore. Well, I want to be able to, you know, enhance on top of that with color, not just be like, okay, um, this looks like a fucking flat fucking tube. But if I put a shadow here, it'll look less like a fucking tube. So <laughs> now I want that to just be like, it doesn't look like a tube at all. It looks like a leg, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think. I don't know what it is. It feels that. Um, I'm I'm also seeing like more artists now, too, like really upping their game now that we're kind of in 2021 now. It's very interesting. I'm seeing a lot of uh, yeah. people, or at least uh, maybe the artists that I'm looking at, um, artists taking, maybe like taking time off and then returning, and it does them like a lot of good, and then they actually change their style up, and it's a lot different and more dynamic sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's probably just because of the new year. Because um, well, I've been, knows? yeah, I don't know, yeah. It could be a variant of all these different things. Um, It's probably just because uh, I've noticed that we're both learning at the same time and i think it's just grouping everything together yeah i'm just trying to beat your ass at everything i mean did i say that out loud uh wow <laughs> i'm also just trying to uh i don't know i'm taking a step back from trying to immediately make money with my art again like i'm just mm. I'm, i feel like i'm gonna constantly come to this impasse because like I'm going to work on projects with you, but I'm not going to be like, I want this to make me a million dollars. Like I've, I've never had the idea of being like, this is going to make me a million dollars. But like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. I want this to pay my rent in a way. Like, but at the same time, I kind of want to just make the project. <laughs> yeah. Now, like that's just the goal really. 
Yeah, honestly, that's all that I want too. Is just to live in, I guess, confidence that knowing that your work is going to provide for you in a way that is actually, I guess, you could say, beneficial and. Or yeah, it just oh yeah, monetarily. It's like uh, why was I trying to think too deep on that? Um, yeah, it'd be really nice to know that you are supporting yourself with what you thought maybe previous as your hobby, but now you're taking it more seriously, and it's you've culminated it to this thing that can be represented as you as making a means of money. It's like very gratifying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Why am I sketching this? One second. I want to just see my process here. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I guess I can think back to when I was working with Message Magazine for making like the $300 per commission. It took a lot of work and sometimes um, it just, it took me just long enough for it to almost not be worth it sometimes, but um, that was mainly for like the first and second project. Um, Shit gets that, rough. Yeah, I've... Hmm? Shit gets rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... It made me think like, yeah, wow, I actually made a lot of money with something that, especially at that point, I thought I was only starting maybe to really think of this as, yeah, I do really want to do this um, full time kind of thing. Um, full, full time. Thinking bigger picture, probably um, at, at least for that time, uh, it was before my like third year of college. Um, before I got like really, really into it <laughs> with graphic design, it was crazy. Because, yeah, because I did not know how to title for anything <laughs> when I was working on the um. Yeah, well, my because I don't understand traditional oh. graphic design terms or anything like that. I just I'm a self oh, yeah. for all of those people that know. Oh uh, yeah, I've it's taken small art courses. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I don't get too technical with it. It's just um, mainly the basic things that maybe some people forget to think about. Like, say, for the greatest example, this can be used anywhere. It's like contrast. Don't put yellow text on top of white background. Nobody can read that. <laughs> Come on, guys. Course, How do you not? Of course. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and it's like, and there's more stuff like that. Um, I guess that leans into technical, but it's like, it's there if you want to do it. It's actually just like, words there's an art with how you make words of course and it's like yeah wow i actually feel that it's actually very um it can be very representative of how you edit something it could be like a unique style of only something that you've maybe coined of how to do i can see that with that's kind of like how i see with editing styles as far as youtube videos go yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh, this uh, looks nice. I guess we can move on to topics to a different topic. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, wait, how? What? Oh, how long have we been recording? I for? think about forty minutes. Yeah, forty minutes. Yeah, I couldn't tell because we got into like such a big ramble with viewpoints. Well, we had a lot of things to talk about. I feel like since yeah. we we missed a week. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I had somebody in town, so I was a little busy. But mm. yeah, we have a lot to talk about and. Just kind of rant on. Yeah. Um, hmm. I had one more thing to talk about on my list of things to talk about. Mm -hmm. Wait a second, guy, God. 
Wait, say that again? I said one second, got a yawn. Uh, oh. Okay, so the next thing I was going to talk about is the dynamic of introduce, introducing that second world to your story, if that makes sense. Like, oh, like a, like, um, you said a second world? A second world, yeah, like a realm that someone can go to. Oh, I see. Huh. Like, uh, have you ever seen Code Lyoko? Yes, I love Code kind Lyoko. Kind of like that. Kind of okay. like, um, I guess you could say the Grand Line as opposed to, like, the Red Line. Hmm. And so on and so forth. Or, like, places that require, like, a level up before you can just, like, exist in this place comfortably, if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I like that, um, that dynamic in stories and i was wondering if you appreciated that or if you think that detracts from the story in a way or like because i think i remember you talking about uh dragon ball z in this way yes 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 um i do like stories like that um i guess you could even say i'm on the fence uh for as long as i've had the idea uh for that big adventure series that i've had because um it would honestly um if I had everything my way, it would basically, <laughs> and this is just a hypothetical of what it could be, but um, if I designed it the way that I would want uh, to uh, initially, I guess, it would be, I'd. it's just a big uh, self-insertion. <laughs> um, me and the main character, and then everybody, like our friend group and everybody are the main characters, and everybody has essentially their own arcs, and then... Uh, um, and own, I guess, endeavors and adventures as well. And they all just link back to each other. I see. I think I'm going to yeah. first off tell you, you should do it, and you are doing it. <laughs> and so uh, I've been on the fence of whether to make it kind of like there's only that one universe, and then that's the reality, the only one that you need to know about, and then what you brought up um, as a second world. But not so much like an isekai where you get transported there, but it's kind of like a um a reality that's going on at the same uh, a parallel specifically a parallel where you can switch in between um probably in like the dream world or actually this one idea that i had uh and i actually kind of wanted it to be a short kind of uh conceptual comic it's called hallucinate mm -hmm. and basically it's kind of like daydreaming uh, while also moving around and you're just like being really imaginative of like with the movement of what you're doing how can you exaggerate that into like a fantastical image and so basically like walking down the stairs just the movement of like you're moving you're falling downwards with gravity it's like once you like hop off the first step and then travel down the stairs you can imagine it's like oh i'm falling down this hole and i'll land gracefully at the bottom and then continue on my event and it's like just like really imaginative and then uh that's that whole that's honestly the whole concept and it's just there's no really plot it's kind of like a um a test i guess you could say a format a format test for huh. an interesting <laughs> conceptual comic i don't know just called hallucinate and that's just going to be the main idea um and that I was really interested about that kind of like two world dynamic. And it's like, wow, that's actually just kind of merged all together in just one experience. 
I like doing this Sorry. conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I just dump trucked that whole thing onto you. It's okay, dude. I like the concepts. <laughs> Oof. Man, it's like, geez, that was a lot of content. It's like, where the hell? But yeah, this is, it's a podcast. More talking, the better sometimes. I oh, guess definitely. I mean, it's better than uh, you dipping on me for two minutes. I mean. Yeah, it's, I guess it's to make up. <laughs> God damn it. Um, um, but yeah, I love, back to my original idea. It's like, I really do love the um, duality of having a second reality. Sometimes it feels kind of lackluster if it's an isekai and it's like, uh, the first few minutes of the episode, they're in the, say, our real world, and then they get transported. Mm. And it's like, it feels like, oh, no. I mean, I wonder, it's like, you always wonder what that reality is like. But it's like, it's just our world. It's just kind of boring. Um, But stuff like maybe, um, uh, what is it? Um, How am I forgetting? Sword Art Online. That, I really liked that kind of um, duality of the other, the... Um, real world and then the virtual world and especially how the mechanics of the virtual world uh can kill you in the real world and it's like wow that's like um a live kind of uh parallel that's really and intense, it's funny <laughs> yeah I see what it, you yeah mean, yeah like also yeah. like the ec guys it's kind of just like i can't fo solve my problem in the real world so i'm gonna solve it in the digital world <laughs> it's just like oh interesting yeah, like too much escapism. I like how if you're going to go to another world, then it's also uh, in a function, um, I guess functional and not just like an escape. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be an escape. Um, I guess maybe you could even set it up as it's supposed to be an escape, but then um, something happens where it makes it kind of like uh, you're in mortal danger and like that escape. It's like, oh, sheesh, I have to like... Or you can choose not to do something and then you're just running away. That could be like a whole other plot point. But there's conflict that affects the escapism aspect. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just um, the conflict. The opening conflict. Yeah. Basically. Because <sighs> I'm trying to apply that to my world because I think I have something that would excite you based on my story and how I've been writing it gotcha and i uh, was thinking about not having it take place on earth Ooh. and uh having it take place on some place someplace else hmm. and having earth be an option as well if an that makes option. sense yes i don't want to give too much away because okay. that's just how i live my life but i will <laughs> talk to you about this off podcast but, yeah. okay I'm excited about that dynamic that I'm adding to my story. So, yeah. Mm. That's all I wanted to talk about as far as... Uh, well, that's all the topics that I had today. Uh, is there anything else that you have on your list? Uh, hmm. That would be short enough. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Uh... I guess we did just talk about how we work the projects into our life or like our lifestyle in a way. Hmm. Uh, uh, I don't think I have 
I guess organizing that. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Oh, wait, say that again? Like organizing life and work? Or... Um, hmm. Yeah, it was more based on that, but I guess I was going for a more spiritual kind of sense. It's like, oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, Sorry, yawning again. Blame. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, hmm. Ooh, okay. Uh, hmm. We were, uh, what we, what was the topic that we were just talking about again? Uh, worlds? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, dual worlds. Dual worlds. Uh, hmm. I would think... Hmm. Dual worlds. I guess maybe one last thing. Uh, and I would imagine. Okay, it could be kind of like a pitch of a kind of like dual world. Um. So imagine that this is a very. Okay. Okay. Basically, it's like a dream world kind of concept, and so. Um, everything in the real world, the real world is going to be, uh, drawn in a way where it's, like, very basic anime, um, or, no, no, realistic anime looking, but not, like, on the, uh, total realism. Um, it's kind of, like, mundane and, like, real world colors, like, muddy colors and everything. Uh, and it looks, it's made to look kind of boring, but then in the dream world, um... It's a very simple concept, I guess you could say. Um, but it's just drawn in a totally kind of very difficult to understand idea where it's almost a little too much, I guess you could say. Hmm. Too much. Where, like it's just really abstract. Yeah, really abstract. It, uh, yeah, really abstract. And maybe it's also just like too much visual information. So maybe it's like, imagine kind of the red and white of the cat in the hat uh -huh. um that striped kind of coloration and then it's basically just plastered everywhere but then also in many other different colors and then the main characters also have those very uh amorphous shapes as well um i guess why i'm pitching the idea is that do you think something like that would be an interesting kind of maybe two-world idea. I think there's a place for everything. Hmm. I would just say, honestly, I think everything is worth exploring and then getting to a point and then deciding if it's worth it based on mm. executing the design. Because, mm -hmm. like, anything could become anything. Like, I, I don't know. I, um, so, cat in a hat, plastered everywhere. Is it supposed? What's the feeling that you're getting from this world? So... I guess kind of, oh, I should have just uh, said, uh, kind of like a psychedelic kind of feeling. Um, feeling. Okay, so kind of like an Alice in Wonderland vibe? Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. Um, but that kind of thing, but the kind of level of weirdness, or not so much weirdness, but uh, visual information mm. is very, very all over the place. Oh, oh, actually, have you seen this um, show? It's on. It's the perfect example. Uh, 
the mid have you seen the midnight gospel before i don't think so no oh dang that's the perfect example but um that's actually hmm they actually did that very well because um basically the midnight gospel is actually kind of like a podcast but it's animated by people who worked on adventure time and it's kind of styled like that but all the <laughs> all the characters that have a speaking role they actually appear as um or who join in the podcast they have a speaking role as like a fictional character of like this hand-plucked universe they like go and visit it and then all of this like crazy and wacky stuff happens in the background and there's like some there's always something happening on screen but they're just having this podcast at the same time and it's just like that's so much visual information <laughs> and it yeah it's just like so much to absorb and everything uh but then once he exits the universe um it's like um randomly generated universes and everything once he pops out of that um he's just in his room and everything's calm uh and everything it's like wow um i guess that's basically what i was trying to illustrate before Huh. Um, just that kind of, it's like the calm and then you're just in like crazy all the time. I think and you they, should see yeah. this series. Uh, I have to ask Melissa what it is. It's on YouTube. It's very short. It looks like the animators that worked on Steven Universe actually. Oh, really? Or similar. Well, like the art style is very similar. I don't know. I can't, don't quote me on that, but like you'll, oh, oh, you'll okay. see it and then I think you'll see what I mean. Especially since huh. you say, like, the Adventure Time. Because, like, and then the psychedelic and, like, things just happening, right? And then yeah. just going back to normal. Uh, yeah, I think I have something just for you that will actually help inspire what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I think those kind of things are needed because they provoke thought in a different kind of way. Mm. Uh, depending how you do that. And I think if you watch what I'm trying to link you to i don't remember what it is but uh mm. actually i think i could figure it out real quick and plug it oh yeah because i know the character but i don't know the series oh, okay it's called bee and puppy cat have you seen that oh yes i have i think that's Something like adult swimmy kind of narration weirdness. Mm, mm hmm I feel you on that. Cartoon hangover. <laughs> Cannot believe it. <laughs> oh, they're actually uh I guess small tangent about being puppy cat. They're gonna have a they had that short series and now they're gonna have like a second series that's more story driven. It's like, oh wow, they're gonna do on like Netflix? more uh I don't it's on, um, um, I think it's going to be on Verve, actually. Well, because I just looked up, I just typed that in, scrolled down. What? Oh, is it going to be on Netflix? I, I, just, I don't know. It says coming 2022. Netflix. Oh, it's 2022. That'll be interesting either way. I think I'm going to stop Googling and then go back to the podcast. Because we've already plugged it. It's all right. Good. Anyway, yeah, cool. Also, I fucking forgot that I'm going to be playing that through my speaker. So now I need to... <laughs> <laughs>
stop that as well. Okay, so around 56, 55, I think. 55 minutes. Okay, but yeah, I think you should explore that idea mm. in general, and then just kind of see where you end up, and then don't scrap it until you realize that you need to scrap it, rather than being like, is this worth doing? Because you could also just come up with a whole bunch of weird pieces that you could just put up and be like, this is a concept that I was trying and decided it wasn't for me. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a whole project, and like someone else could like pick that up and make something out of it. Oh, true. Hmm. Yeah, I like um very starking contrast sometimes. Kind well, of. That's a bold about... Makes sense. Mm hmm. Yeah, I guess that's what I could have just summed it up to. Boldness. <laughs> yes. Um, I think. Yeah, I think that's all that I have for today, at least. All right. I think that's all I have too. Um. Guess we could chat for a second. Once the podcast is over and the listeners can't hear us. Um, well, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to, I believe this is the 10th episode. So congratulations, Scott, for sticking with us for 10 episodes. Hey. We're going to keep mm -hmm. going, keep going. Try to get that another zero behind that. <laughs> in the next probably two years, because the week-by-week -week basis, we couldn't really catch up that much unless we start doing more episodes. But we'll see. Anyway, good stuff today. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Afro's out. Peace.